Wake up, asshole. Mm, he said it, I thought it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> hey, everybody, and welcome to our Vanderpump Rules Bravo Blogs, read to you by Eric, not really, and John from YourRealityRecaps.com. Now, look, for those of you that don't know, what we're doing is basically recapping the week of Vanderpump Rules and reading you their Bravo Blogs directly from the website, because really, who has time to read nowadays? Now, if you guys want to help support this show, do us a favor, subscribe to this podcast in iTunes, leave us a five-star rating and a nice review. It really helps support our shows. And if you want to see all of our podcasts in audio or video form, head over to yourrealityrecaps.com slash podcast to see all that we offer. Of course, you can also listen to this podcast and see all of our Bravo content, blogs, and comedic recap shows over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash Bravo. And if you're listening to this on our website, make sure you guys comment below. We love to interact with you, hear what you guys think, and get your feedback on what you want us to do more or even less of. And hey, since you're here anyway, tis the season to do your holiday shopping on Amazon. Just click on the banner in the sidebar of our website. It brings you right to Amazon. You guys don't pay any more, and they give us a little bit back. It's another great way to help support our shows. And look, we know you guys are like, how do we interact with you right now? Well, it's easy over on Twitter. Just follow us at Reality Recaps for me, Eric, and at Comedy Jonah for John, because we love interacting with you guys during the shows. We're always live tweeting them in real time and getting your feedback, and then I'm being really sarcastic, and John is like, I love this part. But you guys know the deal. And look, you also know all of the links to everything that I mentioned here can be found over on our website on the post for this podcast. So get to our Twitter, get any of our content over at yourrealityrecaps.com. But now let's get to what you guys are really here to hear about, and that's what's going down on Vanderpump Rules this week. So take it away, John. Aw, thank you so much for that fabulous but long introduction. Hey guys, John Richardson here. So excited to be talking about Vanderpump Rules this week. What? In case you skipped over Eric and you came to me, the most important thing you needed to get from that is first at our iTunes channel. Um, give us five stars. Let us know that you love the content that we're bringing you when you download our audio blogs from Bravo. Also to tell us how much you like us with writing us a great review. It would really help us out a ton. Lots happened on Vanderpump. Um, we've got a new girl that was hired uh, this episode. It's gay pride, so you know I love talking about this episode, okay? All kinds of stuff. So let's jump in. We've got seven blogs to get through, okay? And lots of my comments to go with it. All right, let's start with Tom Schwartz. His blog title is to himself, wake up, asshole. Hmm, He said it, I thought it. That's all I'm saying. Tom Schwartz explains why he didn't yell more at Jax what he thinks of Stassi's advice and admits to being a makeout slut. That's right. Because last week he admitted to making out with someone in Vegas. What happens in Vegas should stay in Vegas. That was over a year ago. And the good and Jax out of the goodness of his heart decided, you know what? I don't think my buddy's happy and I'm going to do everyone a big favor, especially my buddy, Tom Schwartz, I'm going to tell everyone because I'm doing him a favor and I'm 35. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Tom starts out with, phew. I mean, things haven't been pretty Things haven't been pretty as much lately. Having to relive these strained moments really isn't the most pleasant thing. Having to watch myself on TV in sufficient punishment, though. I squirm and always imagine myself to be much cooler than I appear. Ha! Yeah, and I say ha to Tom. So it seems people are conspiring to break Katie and I up. Or maybe they are just truth uh, crusaders. Whatever's going on, it seems Katie and I are in the spotlight. I prefer the I prefer to lurk in the shadows, like you did in Vegas when you made out with that girl. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. I don't know. I was in the bushes watching. No, I'm kidding. Anyways, I was going somewhere and then I forgot. Um, not really, though. He says, but that sounded cool. Having to sit down and tell Katie I che- I cheated on her, even if it was if it wasn't a minor offense, breaks my heart. I never wanted to see Katie cry, unless it's tears of joy. Now, short term, it's now in short term, it's painful for both, and no doubt a very douchey move by me. With some perspective uh, cast on the situation, I think it's safe to say it's pretty uh, non-sequential. I have to be careful not to undermine my transgression, and I truly do feel terrible about it. People are increasingly asking me why I don't defend Katie more. Why was I so passive? Whatever Jack's motives, he's he was out of line. But in my mind, his attempts never stood a chance. They were never perceived as a real threat. My flight or fight never kicked in um, for the most of this. It was more like a past uh, a, a past fly buzzing around. I knew from the get-go Katie and I had a deeper-rooted issues that I'm not even sure how to articulate at this point in the season. I tentatively decided to head over to Stassi's to drop off some flowers and to reiterate how gross I feel about the whole thing to show some remorse and humility. Yeah, we saw him go to Stassi's apartment. Stassi. Stassi Schroeder. Stassi's apartment. Hello. What did you think was going to happen? To sit there with that tiny little bouquet and that puppy dog face and be like, oh, I just wanted to see how sorry I am again. I'm just such a dildo. Mm. What did you think Stassi was going to do? Hello? Knock, knock. Where am I? <laughs> okay, hold on, people. Uh, to Stassi's apartment. Right when I walked in, I could feel, I could feel their scene Bitter eyes piercing right through my thin veiled intentions of bringing some relativity to the situation. Retreat, I thought to myself. I don't want to. I don't want to hash out the details of the situation with the peanut gallery sitting there. Stassi had her pitchforks out and wanted blood. Perhaps she's too jaded from prior relationships? Question mark. I think. I think they pollute it. They pollute her views. Um, what she has to say will no doubt be entertaining, but it may skeep on substance, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes friends just need someone to listen and make them laugh. 
Regardless, I do deserve some of the verbal lashings. Lamblasted at her place and asked to leave. So I leave. This isn't all, this isn't, this is all so dreadful. It's all new to me as well. I'm completely out of my element. I literally never cheated on any relationship prior. All I've ever been guilty of is being a complete makeout slut, but that's in bed in between relationships. I, I get that. I was kind of a makeout slut too. Katie is in, incentive that Jack is the main problem that gives me it gives me an, an ultimatum. He's not helping the cause. I'll give her that, but it's not clear we have bigger issues to deal But it is clear we have bigger issues to deal with. Okay, it's not Jax. Jax doesn't help the situation, but it's, it's your boyfriend. It's Tom. Okay, Katie? Hello? I yearn to go back to the happy-go-lucky, the happy-go-lucky self, but maybe this is good for me. Snake up my fountain, shake up my fountain. I've been sloppy lately in regards to life, somewhat guilty of just going through the motions in our relationship. I imagine this is a very common thing in long-term relationships, but I don't want to be stagnant. I can already feel my hunger, my drive, and my integrity uh, reviving up inside. It's a low hum, but the engines have started. Wake up, asshole. You have an amazing girlfriend who loves you and you're, and you plan on marrying. Don't fuck it up. I'm not looking for anyone to blame, but myself. Well, I love that he takes responsibility, but oh God, you're now just starting. I hope, I hope you mean from the point we saw in the episode, because you know what? It's been about four months since you filmed. Ugh. <laughs> he said, he continues with, I love gay pride and I love West Hollywood. Katie and I are proud residents. The fact that people are still obsessed up lies because of their sexuality, ethnicity, and gender in some places, more places than I want to acknowledge really make me sick. I don't even want to get started with that. Let's go back to talking about me and my problems. Ha ha ha. We get a new employee at Sir. She reminds me of when I applied for the gig. She must have, she must have to be a, a gluten for punishment. Vale seems very cool, witty, funny, and interesting. It's worth um, noting that the restaurant industry in LA is unique. Where else can you go to get a bite to eat and have your server be a hot Princeton graduate who used to be on your favorite soap opera. A uh, tough town. I think I may be just naive enough to make it there in the tough town, right? Cause she can be on a soap opera for several years and now she's the hostess who gets tipped the least at sir. Um, Tom continues with Kristen comes to pick up the mail and send uh, and Sandoval's and I'm there as the buffer. We all have a long-term history together, good times and bad. When she walks in this time, it's, um, it's trans I'm transported back to bad times. I do feel some compassion for her, but that fizzles when she decides to let Tom know how she feels how she feels his relationship won't last because it was built on lies. Pretty bad thing to say. Complete horse shit too. Anyways, Tom handled himself well and I curled up on the counter like a scared little child of divorce. There's a collective sigh of relief when it's all over. So that whole situation when Kristen, oh, I can't wait to read Kristen's. Oh, he continues. This is his last little thought. Oh, his blog is tough to read. <laughs> it annoyed me when Stassi tried to impart her wisdom or lack thereof 
on to Katie. She should learn to keep it light, make people laugh with punchy little one-liners and such, ask her about fashion or cocktail recommendations, not relationship advice. Anyways, it's not her I'm mad at. Mostly I'm mad at myself for getting me into the situation in the first place. Me, me, me. Lisa's stunning and perfect as usual. I'm smitten. I don't worry. She's going to give Katie some sound advice and tell her to dump my thrifty ass. Alrighty, that was so exciting. I just can't stay seated. Let's just get the Toms right out of the way. Let's jump in to Tom Sandoval's blog. He had kind of a big week again with, what's her name? Kristen, crazy, crazy Kristen, crazy with a K. Um, the title of his blog is Kristen Manipulates Things. Really, Tom? It's a good thing you're pretty. He says, I am just appalled at how out of line Stassi and Christina Riley are. For instance, if the position was reversed and Katie had done something wrong and she wanted to come over and say she was sorry and to be sweet and try to make things right to repair the relationship, I'm not going to sit there and lash out at her and get in the middle of a fight that is none that is not mine and none of my business. I understand why Katie doesn't want Schwartz to be super buddy-buddy with Jax. If Jax had an issue with Ariana, I would have an issue with him. What about the issue <laughs> last year with Jax sleeping with your girlfriend, Kristen? Oh, that's so sweet, Tom Sandoval, that you say that, you know, if Jax um, had an issue with Ariana, that would that would bug me. What if he started screwing her like your girlfriend last year? Hmm? Would you have an issue then? Would that make it okay? You know, maybe I just shouldn't be friends with someone like this. Hello? Hello? I'm knocking on wood. Hi. Wood? Hi. Hand. Ah, uh, he continues. Watching a scene like that, what really becomes crystal clear to me is what a difference there is between Ariana and Kristen and how every time Kristen acts that way, it increases the gap. I just can't be more proud and more in love, really. It's really ridiculous to me to see how she got ready to come over to my house. And James is having to watch her get ready and curl her hair and change and put this revealing dress on to come over to her ex-boyfriend's house. So obvious. If I was him, I would have been gone a long time ago. You know, you kind of were him last year and the year before and the year before that. Maybe she wasn't going over to her ex, but she was screwing your best friend. And you wouldn't have been gone a long time ago because you had so many chances to leave Kristen and you didn't. Hello? Hi, Contradicta. That could be your drag name. Next Gay Pride. I'm really glad. Um, even watching it now, I... That I had Swartz there with me because Kristen will manipulate things like her coming over to my house and telling people things that happen that don't happen. So I have somebody there, which was really, really smart. Okay. All right. Let's jump into Kristen's blog this week for Vanderpump Rules. And it is entitled, This Episode Was Tough to Watch. Was it tough to watch? Seeing you crazy? Yeah, I bet it was. Kristen wants you to know she feels very differently now than she felt when this episode was filmed. 
I hope you do feel differently. I hope you feel medicated. I hope that the inner voices in your head have stopped telling you to be crazy. Anyway, <laughs> moving right along to Kristen's blog, she says this, uh, this was a tough episode to watch for multiple reasons. First and foremost, please remember this was not filmed yesterday. The way I felt then and the way I feel now could not be more opposite. Thank God. Watching myself confront Ariana and cry in front of Tom again basically made me want to crawl inside a hole. I admit that I remained angry and victimized, and victimized myself for a long time about the situation rather than allowing myself to heal. It is not a normal circumstance to have to work alongside her ex and his new girlfriend. Okay, you don't have to. You don't have to be on the show. It's a reality show. You don't have to be with your ex-boyfriend. You didn't have to cheat on your boyfriend to make him your ex-boyfriend with his best friend. Hmm. Oh, again, I just don't mm, feel sorry for you. Um, she continues, I hate that even that I even have to justify why I'm so dressed up at Tom's. In reality, I had to, I had just come from um, a beautiful formal lunch event celebrating my best friend, Rachel. Reading a lot of the comments you guys post on social media is very hurtful and sometimes verging on ludicrous. Calling me a psycho. Oops, I did. Sorry, Kristen. Because I was heartbroken over the demise of my six-year relationship. I've made mistakes. No, you've made big mistakes. You fucked his best friend. I've made mistakes and I'm a human being just like you. Well, first of all, I have a penis. It don't sound like I do, but I do. And secondly, I don't fuck my best friend's uh, friends. Girls or boys or anything. I remind myself not to waste words on people that deserve your silence. Sometimes the most powerful thing you can do is say nothing at all. Well, you should maybe talk more and cross your legs more. I think you need to talk more mm, to a therapist. How's that? You know, Lisa is willing to sponsor Jack. I think she might be willing to sponsor you as well. I think the benefits at Sir are pretty awesome. All right, let's jump into the queen bee herself, Miss Le Mrs. Lisa Vanderpump. The title of her blog is Lisa doesn't want Sheena's advice and neither do I. Lisa doesn't need business advice from her staff and thinks that Stassi's a Grace Kelly attitude is ridiculous. Don't do that to Grace Kelly. That's not nice. She's passed away. She can't defend herself and she would die if she... Her name was even mentioned on the show. Uh, Lisa says, so Kristen got totally dressed up, maybe hoping that Tom would succumb to her feminine prowess and go back to the old days. But I didn't think Tom was having it. I think Tom Sandoval had Tom Schwartz there as a safety measure. I'm not saying he doesn't trust himself. But he probably doesn't trust Kristen. Vale seems to have had a rather kind of varied, varied career. She's been the star of soaps and now not so much. So maybe she's just looking for a bit of a stopgap. I hope Vale will actually have a little more um, resilience, shall we say, than some of the other waitresses and not 
fall prey to some of the wolves, so to speak. In the unlikely event that I ever need business advice from one of my staff, I probably won't be going to Sheena for that. But thank you anyway for your new kind words. I think Stassi's attitude is slightly ridiculous. I mean, she comes in here now like Grace Kelly. Just a year ago, these were her best friends. She was the leader of the pack and suddenly not one of them is good enough for her. But I don't think Stassi's quite ready to let that position go. Well, I think Stassi's kind of grown up, Lisa. I mean, look at them. Take a look around. I, I, I tell you, I don't. You must have things nailed to the wall, like the pictures and everything. And I think if there was some way you could nail the drinks to the bar or to the table so your staff doesn't take them out in the back and drink in the alley, um, you probably would. I mean, it's just very apparent. <laughs> These people are crazy. And maybe Stassi's not being as crazy because last season... Eh, she wasn't my fave, but I'm liking her a lot better this season. Better than most. Lisa continues with, but I think Stassi's quite ready to let that position go. Even though she doesn't work here, she still wants to make her presence felt. I would too. I would walk around being like, bitch, look at me. I don't have a tray in my hand. Hey, Katie. To go grab, to go take those to get those spots off the glasses. Hey, Lisa, give me a Chardonnay. I'm a customer. Burp, burp. I'm actually, uh, Lisa continues with, I'm actually taken back really when Vale is so blatantly honest about, about her having an addiction problems in the past. It's something I really, I didn't, it's not something I really needed to know, but appreciate her sharing with me. And I respect her for that. It's a little too much sharing, you know, you were this kind of soap opera person, actress, actor, you know, you were on it for a while. It sounds like substance got in the way. Now you're kind of, you know, sober, which is great and, re and rebuilding yourself. And I don't know. I thought it was just too much information. Like I want, I, we needed to hear, you know, not especially when you're walking in. Hi, sorry I'm late. Oh, by the way, I have a substance problem and I've had years of just meth and cocaine and everything, you know, L.A., uh, Lisa continues with, it seems like Katie's in a place when there's, where they're baking this cake and that she would almost let it go and would have almost forgiven him, but she can't when she's got the voice that this voice in her ear, Miss Stassi constantly, nye, 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 nye. I think Tom and Katie are starting to realize that Stassi's not as concerned with mending their relationship, but more concerned about hurting Jack's. Hmm, very interesting, Miss Van Mrs. Vanderpump. You're so interesting and good. <laughs> Alright. Let's jump in to Sheena's vlog. Sorry, I'm on the Bravo TV.com site and I'm looking at the picture with the pink eye lashes from this week's Vanderpump rules. And I'm laughing about the comment that Stassi said about looks like two butterflies pooped on her. Oh my gosh. Okay. Let me focus here. All right. Sheena's title of her blog is It's Sad How a Few F It's Sad How Few Friends Stassi Has. Sheena discusses the very, very slow day at Sir and what she thinks of Stassi's controlling ways. 
She says, Gay Pride is one of my favorite days in West Hollywood out of the entire year. I love supporting the gay community and being part of the craziness. This year at Sir, however, there was no fun and no crazy. I've never worked a day so slow since I've been at Sir. Even the Tuesday night when it's raining and is busier than ever than that day was. The one thing that was good about it not being so crazy was I got to know Vale a lot better. She and I met many, many years ago and have several mutual friends. However, I didn't see, I hadn't seen her in so long. I've always really liked her. She's such a doll and absolutely gorgeous. When I saw her sitting down with Stassi, I figured I'd come and make sure Stassi wasn't trying to control the new girl. Stassi doesn't work at Sir anymore, yet she's always there. And and by herself, might I add, it's sad how few friends she has left and pathetic that she actually admits to bossing them around. I just don't understand how these girls could be friends with someone so controlling and who only cares about themselves. I guess it's because they don't have a mind of their own. Okay, Sheena, hello. We saw a few episodes back how you could not have your head far up her ass any chance you got, okay? You try to be nice. You try to ask kiss. She rejects you. And then all of a sudden we hear it in your blog, okay? Let's just be real, okay? She continued with, I'm so proud of Katie for finally standing up for her. Up to her. Look, I get that she was trying to be a good friend to Katie and defend her. The way she talks down to her is just sad. Katie is an amazing girl and she doesn't deserve to be treated like that. Stassi calls her weak and a doormat. I mean, what kind of friend says those things about their best friend who's going through a hard time? I guess I will never understand the science of Stassi. And for that, I'm thankful she's no longer part of my life. Well, I'm sure she feels the same way. Sheena. And so does Brandy Glendale. Alrighty then, let's jump on over to Katie's blog. It's titled, Stassi Overstepped Her Boundaries. That's, I thought that was her theme. Katie discusses why she didn't give Tom an ultimatum and why Stassi's advice was out of line. The days following Tom's admission of the past definitely were tax taxing both mentally and emotionally. Tom and I spent hours pouring our hearts out, crying and taking a hard look at the current state and the future of our relationship. While I cherish and value the opinions of my friends, I I have I was not interested in their opinions of how I should handle the situation. For weeks, everyone was weighing in on Tom and I's relationship at, to the point that I felt it was invasive and frustrating. Tom and I are a good match. We are each other's best friends. We are one another's best friends. We don't have a perfect relationship. We understand there are areas where we really need to work on, but we decided to make it make that a priority. I wanted to go over the recent events and revelations in solidarity. I wanted to focus solely on what my heart felt. I didn't want my thoughts and my feelings be, to be colored by anyone else. While I understood that Stasi did have good intentions, um, she began to over. She began to step overstep certain boundaries. I didn't need Stasi to fight my battle, but rather I just needed the support. I needed rather I just to just support my decision and be there for me. Of course, I didn't want Tom to continue having a close friendship relationship with Jax. I was fed up with Jax's lies and meddling. I didn't understand why Tom was so pa- 
passionately defending his friendship with Jax, especially when I felt he should have been passionately defending our relationship. You know, and that's a real fact. I mean, I don't necessarily think that Katie should tell her boyfriend who he should be friends with, but I do think that, you know, and she shouldn't choose. However, I do think Tom should have stood up. Jax told him and all of us that he was trying to do him a good favor, that he was in a stagnant, stale relationship. And if my friend did that to me with my relationship, I'd be like, who the fuck are you to do that? Worry about yourself. Be my friend and love me. Um, all right. Back to the humor and the love. I began to understand that I was going to have just to compromise with Tom and, a conf- and com- confidentially... I could do that without compromising my feelings and my integrity. I wasn't going to let Jax be the reason that Tom and I end our relationship. Sometimes ultimatums are necessary, but it, this wasn't one of those times. And I agree with that too. I didn't want, uh, I don't want him to be an ultimatum girlfriend. Nobody wants to date and be that girl. Tom assured me that he would make necessary measures to ensure his friendship with Jax won't interfere with our relationship and that no matter what that was, I was a priority a priority to him. I felt comfortable with our compromise and I don't think that makes me weak. And it doesn't make you weak. Relationships are compromise. Ugh, I'm sure Stassi compromises. She's like, she acts like the big old boss lady, but okay. She might compromise in the back end. We don't know. Pride, anything can happen. <laughs> relationships and life for that matter are not black and white they are full of compromise and benefits of the doubt Dossie was maybe just giving me um tough love but but to call me weak during such a critical time for me was hurtful Dossie hasn't always made the best decisions in terms of relationships she made decisions i wouldn't personally make but i allow her to make her own decisions and and do my best to support her. I would have liked to have had I would have liked to have that in return. Stasi has moved herself from this group of people and no longer worked at Sir. So it's very easy for her to tell Tom to cut it off with Jax and tell me to disassociate from anything having to do with these people that isn't really want that that isn't really want I want what I want come on bravo people trying to read these like fresh can you type it correctly nor is it realistic I still work at sir and Tom and I are both and Tom and I both are friends with people in this group so it's nearly impossible to avoid certain people and it makes life easier to try and co-exist. I like Katie. She's so sensible. She's like one of my faves, I tell ya. Okay, let's read Ariana's blog. She is the last one we have. And you know what? I like her too. She's just point blank. You know what? I also like the fact that she just stuck up for herself when Kristen's making those comments about um, her and Tom's relationship built on lies. She's like, we didn't cheat on you. Yeah, you did it. You just admit it. You know what? It's just to sit there and <laughs> even if Ariana and Tom kind of kissed or made out or touched a boob or a penis or whatever, Kristen did. Screwing her boyfriend's best friend is still worse. I don't understand what all of the hubbub with Kristen trying to prove that they were cheating too. 
oh, you can't be mad at me because you also were cheating. But it wasn't. Ariana wasn't your best friend. All right, I'm going on a rant again and I can't help it. All right, last vlog, Ariana. Kristen is a giant praying mantis. Praying mantis. And it's not praying like to the Lord. What is praying to the Lord actually? It's cute. Cute pun. Ariana. Ariana thinks that Tom should have called pest control on Kristen and that Stassi's witty remarks lack real intelligence. <laughs> Again, I love this girl. Here we go for another week of judgment, meltdowns, and embarrassment by association. I hope everyone knows my sense of humor by now and understands that I am dry as a bone in the Sierra. That being said, let's jump off this cliff. That is tonight's episode. Side note, happy gay pride. I love her sense of humor. I just think she's absolutely adorable. My respect of Stassi diminishes with every moment that I watch her interactions with Katie Schwartz, Katie and Schwartz, and in her interviews. Anything she says just lowers my opinion of her exponentially. I used to think that she and I agreed on most things, but just handled the situations differently. I don't feel that way now. If I was in her situation, I wouldn't have let Schwartz off without making it clear that hurting my friends is unacceptable. But I definitely would have given him some long time. I, I would have I would have given them some alone time so that they could talk about the relationship instead of throwing out my own little judgment and witty remarks that that lack real wisdom. She's bossy, but she's definitely not the boss. I don't think she's very smart. Just She just speaks with conviction. It reminds me of the girl in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. But daddy, I want it right now. Veruca Salt. Oh my gosh. I'll also never understand this real man, real woman talk that many people subscribe to Stassi. Su subscribe to. Stassi does this a lot with... And to my knowledge, the real man is somebody who was born with a penis. Amen, sister. Therefore, this behavior reflects that of being a real man, no matter what he actually does. Can we not talk like this is 1955? Is Stasi going to be barefoot in the kitchen with an apron on because she's a real woman and real women have dinner on the table when a real man comes home? from his real job. Don't think so. Katie and Schwartz love and care about each other, care about each other very much and have a lot of fun together. They have, they have the ability to make their own rules and create a world of happiness for themselves that doesn't have to abide by anyone else's terms. If they can cultivate and preserve mutual trust and respect, everyone else can and should shut their mouths. Tom should have hired the pest controller for the giant praying mantis in his apartment. Or should I say praying? Like, ah, oh, praying to the Lord. This is really, this, it is really, it is a really sweet compliment that she would think I'm, I'm so amazing that I must be pretending. Thanks. All kidding aside, I'm just happy it wasn't the worst go- Carter. For the record, Jax came in last. I'm just such a big driver of real roads that I haven't honed that set of skills. Oh my gosh. So funny. So true. I just love the way she articulates herself. 
and I must go to Sir the next time I'm in LA and have a drink or at least a shot. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to my Vanderplump audio blogs this week. Um, again, subscribe to our iTunes um, that you got this download from. Rate us five stars. Give us a great review. Tell us how much you like the, the content. You can also tr- tweet me at Comedy Jonah, J-O-N-A-H, Comedy Jonah. Let me know what you think. Anyways. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not over, John. You guys don't go anywhere. Because as you guys know, over on our Bravo webpage, yourrealityrecaps.com slash Bravo, we are reading audio blogs for other Bravo TV shows, and we even do written recaps as well. Now, we also cover a ton of reality TV shows, from Big Brother to Survivor, Amazing Race, Bachelor, Bachelorette, The Kardashians, MTV shows. I mean, so many. At any point, we are covering 50 15 to 20 shows via blogs or podcasts or our most favorite are live shows where we bring on your favorite reality TV stars and you get to ask them questions in real time. So check out all of our content over at yourrealityrecaps.com. And of course, if you want to help support our shows, do us a favor, subscribe to this podcast in iTunes or any of them. We have about 15 to 20 different versions there. If you want them as a single show, you can do that. If you want our entire feed, we have everything as one. You can get them in audio only or video only. And of course, you can give us a five-star rating and nice review because you love us. And you can also share all of our content over on social media. Get your friends hooked. Tell them how much you love our stuff and make sure you're following us on social media because we're on like every single website. So until next week, you got some Amazon shopping to do with that link in the sidebar. We will see you guys all soon. Bye for now, everybody.